Welcome, please share the benefits of having end-of-life conversations. Can you share the fears and concerns a person may have? Discussions about end-of-life issues are painful to think about. Talking about end-of-life issues is so difficult for most that they choose to ignore the subject, deny it as an issue, or just refuse to confront the issue at all. Death is a natural process, our final passage of life. It is also a reminder to us that life is precious, and we should celebrate it every day. Discussing end-of-life issues and planning for end-of-life has many benefits. A dignified death is one we have on our own terms. The benefits of discussing end-of-life issues are many. You and your family member can maintain some control over which medical treatments will be considered and which will not. You will be able to make the decision whether your loved one, you will be able to make a decision where your loved one will be when their time comes. You will be able to control how your loved one chooses to spend their last days. Determine how the end of life will be delivered and what comfort measures will be. The, another benefit is to being able to determine how end-of-life care will be delivered and what comfort measures will be provided. It is also an opportunity to discuss fears, sorrow, remember the good times you shared with your loved ones, express love, and even make apologies and reparations. It is also the, the benefit of discuss end-of-life discussions is avoiding death in an institutionalized setting, avoiding unnecessary and uncomfortable, even painful treatments. But the most important benefit of all is making certain your loved one's last wishes are honored. You, the survivor, can move forward with a feeling of satisfaction and without guilt or regret. That's a really important one for so many caregivers because they look back and they have guilt. Please share the fears and concerns family caregivers may have. The fears and concerns your family loved ones have regarding the end-of-life issues and end-of-life planning are many. They fear pain and suffering. They fear just the unknown. They fear leaving their loved ones or being alone or even becoming a burden to their family. They fear loss of control over their life. They fear loss of dignity. And many fear death, and they want to have all the medical technology can provide, but they never consider the quality of life versus quantity. Please share strategies to initiate the conversation. There are many fears and concerns family caregivers have, and I want to discuss those as well. Many feel uncomfortable in discussions about end-of-life issues. They find it too emotional and painful to think about. Many perceive it as morbid, and they don't even want to face their own reality. Avoiding the topics of end-of-life issues and end-of-life planning does not postpone the inevitable. Facing our fears, as uncomfortable as it may be, is the first step to dealing with life's final lesson. 
families and their aging loved ones often think that it, they are prepared for whatever life brings them. Many believe that death will be quick and painless. Modern science and technology many times can extend life. End of life is often times played out in a hospital-controlled room by modern technology. So if you want to open the lines of communication, hopefully you are able to open the lines of communication and have developed an ongoing trusting relationship with your family member. You want to avoid family battles. You want to avoid family battles or making decisions under stress when emotions are running high. It is important to discuss end-of-life issues before your loved one is too sick or cognitively unable to express their wishes. Planning ahead of time will decrease stress and anxiety and give you comfort in knowing you are honoring the wishes of your family member. It's good to set a time and place where there will be no interruptions. It should be quiet and comfortable. A private setting is best. Start the conversation by asking permission to discuss the topic. This gives your family member a sense of respect and a comfort in knowing what you are, that you are concerned about their well-being. You could start off with, hey, we're getting organized with our paperwork and I feel we're making progress. I still think, I still have concerns about how you want to be cared for if you become sick. Can we talk about it now? Or you can say, I've been thinking and it occurred to me that if you become ill, I do not know what kind of care you would like. I really feel better if we talk about this now. I really feel better if we talk about this now. Is that okay with you? Allow your family member to set the pace after opening the conversation. Understand that this is an, understand that it is normal to encounter resistance the first time you bring it up. Don't be surprised or discouraged. Instead, plan to try again at another time. Please explain what a health care power of attorney and advanced directive is. An advanced directive is a legal document that states the medical treatment and or life-sustaining measures you would or would not want should you have an end-of-life situation that occur and being unable to communicate your choices or your wishes to anyone. It is a written health care plan. A health care power of attorney names an individual that you trust to make those decisions for you when you are no longer able to express your wishes. Advanced directives should be in place for anyone over the age of 18. More often than not, individuals feel that advanced directives are not really necessary. I hope you will check out our podcast series on end-of-life planning. We go into detail on all the aspects of end-of-life planning process. This lesson is just to focus on the conversations. I hope that you will look into the Five Wishes Advanced Directive. FiveWishes.org is written in plain English, not medical or legal jar jargon, and helps people express in their own words their wishes for the kind of care they want in, a, in, a, they want in advance of a serious illness. Five Wishes is unique among all other living will and health 
agent forms out there because it looks to all of a person's needs, medical, personal, emotional, spiritual. Five Lucians also encourages discussing your wishes with your family and your physician. Again, that's www.fivewishes.org. Order yours for you and your family members today. Please suggest more strategies to have this conversation. When speaking with your family member, consider these strategies. Planning ahead of time and expressing your wishes can improve your quality of care. Or this allows, this also allows you, or you can take the approach, this also allows your family to be available to make educated medical treatment decisions decreasing stress and anxiety at a difficult time. Or you can say things like, family members can focus on what is important, caring for you in the fashion that you want to be cared for. This and other strategies are more in the handout I have created for this segment. In your ongoing daily conversations, you may want to take time to find out what is important to your loved one. What are their major fears? What level of sickness or discomfort is unacceptable to them? What are their feelings about programs that promote comfort instead of constantly battling death? Listen for, use your active listening skills I've discussed in the early part of this elder care communications course. Listen for the wants and needs that your loved one expresses. Make it clear that they're sharing their feelings about end-of-life issues is important to you. Be truthful, be respectful, and be empathetic. Acknowledge that they have a right to make life choices, even if they don't agree with your own. Keep in mind that this is a conversation, not a debate. Sometimes just having someone to talk to is a big help. Be sure to make an effort to hear and understand what the person is saying. These moments, although difficult, are important and special to both of you. And remember, actions speak louder than words. Some important things that you can do are listen for the wants and needs of your loved one when they express them. Pay attention and make eye contact. Be aware of your body language. Show affection. Make clear that your loved one is sharing with you. Make clear that what your loved one is sharing with you is important to you. Show empathy and respect by addressing these wants and needs in a truthful and open way. Verbally acknowledge your loved one's right to make life choices even if you don't agree with those choices. Part of end-of-life planning includes making preparations for a funeral. Planning a funeral with your loved one can seem overwhelming. This is a very difficult topic for many, but planning some of the details can be a great relief to the survivors. A funeral is one of the most stressful and expensive consumer purchases a family can make. Final arrangements are an important final transaction, and many times these decisions are made at a time of bereavement and duress. Decisions and choices 
are usually made when a person is in shock, having feelings of guilt, remorse, and a sense of loss. These feelings can cloud your judgment. Many times, the act of spending money can be confused with caring or expressions of love. The benefits of pre-planning a funeral are not only to decrease stress at a very emotional time, it has financial benefits as well. As with other aspects of advanced planning, the benefits of discussing funeral plans in advance almost always outweigh the discomfort of this conversation. Here are some ways a funeral plan can help. You avoid disagreements among family members. It gives you time to compare the various options, costs, and companies. It avoids a pressure of salespeople at a very difficult time. And it allows time for money to be set aside for funeral costs. It also gives peace of mind to the care recipient that his and her family are having their wishes. It gives peace of mind to the care recipient and his family that his or her wishes will be carried out. And it avoids having to make quick decisions while under terrible stress. If a burial plot is purchased with the proper contract in place, the space is reserved, even if the cemetery is sold later. If you plan to do most of the arrangements without the help of a funeral home, you'll have time to research regulations and secure permits. To summarize, I'd like to end up with, to summarize, as the end of life happens, we are never prepared to let go of our loved one. While we experience pain, sorrow, and a sense of helplessness, we are giving ourselves a gift. We are sharing time with our loved one as they leave us behind. Emotionally, we understand that our caregiving experience is coming to an end. We never are prepared for how we will accept or deal with our loss when the time comes. Planning ahead gives us a sense of satisfaction and comfort that you are honoring your loved one's wishes. I'd like to end this as I do every one of my podcasts. Remember, caregivers, you are the most important part of the caregiving equation. Without you, it all falls apart. Please practice self-care every day because you are worth it. Thank you for this valuable information.